This is the My Lady ADHD podcast, a place to find common ground with other ADHDers, where we learn all about our ADHD brains while laughing alongside amazing guests who really get it. My name is Trina Haynes, and I'm so grateful you're here. Let's do this thing together. I've told you guys so many times that one of the biggest struggles that I have with my ADHD is my inability to manage my time. Like I cannot estimate how long it will take for me to complete tasks. I put way too many tasks on my to-do list and then I beat myself up for not getting through the list. Sound familiar? Well, this is why I've been really excited to find Llama Life. I really believe in this product and I can't recommend it highly enough. Llama Life has been one of my favorite tools for my ADHD toolbox. It's something that I use nearly every day to help me figure out the flow of my day. It's beautifully designed, simple, and flexible. It uses time boxing to help me sort through all of the tasks I need to complete. It's colorful and fun and so easy to use, probably because it was designed by someone who has ADHD. If you want to check it out for yourself, head on over to llamalife.co. They have a free trial with no credit card up front. And then once you're hooked like I am, make sure to use the code ADHDSocial20 for 20% off your first payment. That's A-D-H-D-S-O-C-I-A-L 20, ADHDSocial20 for 20% off your first payment. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm just always so grateful that you're here with me kind of crazy that someone actually listens to this. So thank you for being here. (laughs) Uh, Before I get into today's episode, I just wanted to make a couple of quick uh, updates, announcements. Uh, Number one, if you haven't signed up for the newsletter, please go do that. You can sign up for that. Uh, There's a link in the show notes, or you can go to myladyadhd.com. I put a lot of love and time and energy into the newsletter. Uh, I don't feel like it's spammy. I feel like it's really cool, important uh, information about ADHD. We do a poll every week in that newsletter. It's always super fascinating. Um, And I send it out every single week. And I just love it. So if you're interested in signing up for the newsletter, you can do that at myladyadhd.com. Another awesome thing that you can do to support me and My Lady ADHD is to leave a a five-star rating or review on this podcast. It really helps the podcast grow. It means a lot more than you think it does. So if you get just one extra second today to leave a five-star rating review on the podcast, I would just love that so much. So about today's episode, it's going to be a little bit different format than normal because I'm not interviewing anyone today. I'm just going to be talking to you. It's just me, guys. I'm me alone in my office talking to you. And what I'm going to talk about is my ADHD diagnosis story because I don't think I've really explained that very well. Um, So yeah, weirdly enough, I get a lot of questions about how I found out I had ADHD Uh, what my diagnosis story is. And I thought I would just like dive into that. So it'll probably be a super short episode, maybe depends on how rambly I'm feeling today. But I just kind of want to get into how I figured out I had ADHD. So let's do it. So first of all, I was diagnosed as an adult in my 30s, uh, just a few years ago, actually. Um, But my story actually goes back a lot further than that. Because um, as a child, I 
really, really struggled in school. I had uh, really bad grades. I couldn't pay attention. I couldn't focus on what was being said. Uh, I was just struggling more than everyone else. And I knew that. I knew that intimately, that everyone around me uh, was kind of on track and, and managing their day. And I was really struggling. And uh, I, I was not diagnosed as a child, but my two older brothers were. Isn't that just the typical ADHD story, right? Uh, my brothers were disruptive in class, uh, causing a lot of chaos in the house, um, just your typical boy, right? And so they were diagnosed, put on medication at a very young age. Uh, meanwhile, I was really, really struggling, but I was doing more of the daydreaming in class and just I just wasn't there. I just was not present for class. Uh, I wasn't causing any problems. I wasn't being disruptive. And so my ADHD kind of went under the radar and I was struggling internally, um, which is actually now that I know uh, the community better, I know how common that actually is. So I barely graduated high school. I had a teacher that actually just felt sorry for me. She changed my F to a D uh, just so I could graduate uh, or else I would have had to go to summer school or actually retake an entire year of school, which would have been mortifying, right? <laughs> so uh, thank you, Mrs. Rosenbaum. I really appreciate that F to a D. Uh, it <laughs> obviously made a big impact on me. Um, so I barely graduated high school. I actually went into college. I went to a community college and I dropped out after a semester, maybe two. I think I made it, I think I made it to the second semester, but I only made it like a month into class before I realized like this is not the life for me. Uh, I could not keep up with assignments. I couldn't keep up with the schedule. Like kind of shit hit the fan when I, I got into college, uh, which also is extremely common in this uh, ADHD community. I hear that a lot. Uh, I actually spoke with a clinician uh, not long ago who said that they see a spike in ADHD cases in August and September. And that's typically when school starts back. And a lot of that is college students because um, usually your schedule just kind of goes crazy. You don't have as much um, hands-on help. It's a, a lot more on your shoulders. And a lot of people figure out they have ADHD in college. So very interesting, but not me. No, not me. I did not find my ADHD in college. I continued to struggle massively with no idea why. <laughs> um, so after I dropped out of college, I ended up in the restaurant industry, uh, which I actually did really well in the, the fast paced environment, the, the changing like uh, environment. Really, I was thriving in the restaurant industry. Um, so I stayed there for quite a while. Uh, I worked at different serving jobs, bartending, hosting, you name it. I probably did it in the restaurant industry. And I actually worked my way up to um, management in the restaurant industry. And then I got into marketing. I'm definitely not going to tell you my entire career history, but I will tell you that I've had over 35 job titles. I'm in my 30s. Uh, I've had an incredibly hard time in the workplace. Uh, I feel like it's more than the average person, but it's probably pretty typical for people who have ADHD. Um, I have really, really struggled at work. Uh, I get into a role I'm really excited about. I quickly get bored. I get overwhelmed. 
I realize like that this isn't the place for me and I move on. Like that's kind of the rhythm of how I've uh, functioned in the workplace. And it has been a major point, pain point in my life. Now, this whole time that this is happening, the 30 something jobs, I had no idea that I had ADHD. So I was brutal to myself. I remember being in the car so many times crying and just begging the universe to make it easier for me. And like, why was this so difficult? Why couldn't I just stay with a job? Like, why was I being so ungrateful? Right? Like I was awful to myself during this time period. But also while all of that was happening, I was bouncing back and forth from relationship to relationship, from home to home. I moved a lot. I dated a lot. And I, I would jump into things head first, right? Feet first. I would go directly into things. I'm very impulsive. And I would change my whole life around in an instant. Still, again, not knowing I had ADHD. I had problems with food. I had problems with alcohol. And I had problems with drugs. I really can't state how difficult life was for me. And I know that, you know, a lot of people had it harder than me. And I'm not trying to say that my life was miserable, but I was really struggling in every single aspect of my life, friendship, relationship, work, physical health, mental health for 30 years. I mean, this isn't like a little phase that I went through. <laughs> this is the majority of my life. I was struggling way more than the average typical person that I could see. And looking back now, wow, so many light bulb moments, so many pieces of the puzzle now all fit together. But during that time frame, I was just awful to myself. I was so mean, critical, um, spiraling all the time. I had so much anxiety. Um, so yeah, whew, I know you can probably relate to this, so I probably don't even need to say much more. So let's fast forward to how I got my diagnosis. So in the, I don't even know, I'm very time blind, sometime in 2021, <laughs> I moved from one state to another. I moved about eight hours away and I started a new job. Now, let me back up because the job was quote unquote perfect. It checked off every single box, right? I could work remotely. I got to travel. It was really fun. I got to do some fun traveling. I had a free car. I had the salary that I wanted and I got bonuses and my team was great, right? So hello, checked every single box. And after 30 something jobs, you know, of me trying to find the right fit, I thought, okay, this is it. This is the one. This is the one I've been looking for that's in my field. It checks off every single box. But guess what happened? I started having panic attacks. Fun times. I was super overwhelmed. I could not keep up with the, the work. I was mentally exhausted from this job. And from the move, I think it was the combination of both the large transition from one state to another, uh, not knowing my way around, buying a house right after COVID. Uh, I also had just gotten married. I mean, in 2021, everything happened. I moved. 
I had just got married and I started a new job and I did not know I had ADHD during this time. So I was not medicated, not doing any kind of self-care to combat what was happening. And I crumbled. I crumbled. I crumbled so hard, you guys. <laughs> One of my favorite things about being a part of the ADHD community is the sharing of tools that just make our lives easier. And one of the tools that has been most recommended to me by the ADHD community is Sunsama. Sunsama is a daily planner that organizes your work one day at a time, which is really helpful for my time blindness. Sunsama is more like an assistant that guides you in the planning of your day. It prompts you to plan your day every day before you start work, so you're more intentional about what you work on and how much you work. My favorite part is that it gives me an overload alert when I plan more than seven to eight hours of work, which is super common for me because I like to give myself way more work than is humanly possible to complete. Best of all, Sunsama is super ADHD friendly. If you're interested in checking it out, you can visit them online at try.sunsama.com slash myladyadhd, or you can check out the link in my show notes from today's episode. There, you can claim your 14-day free trial of Sunsama with no credit card needed. And now, back to the show. So what happened was, <laughs> I went to the movies with my husband one night, you know, just a normal date night, and we sat down in the theater, and I immediately started having a major panic attack. And I had never had a panic attack like this before. Uh, I had always kind of joked about having panic attacks, which I don't do anymore, uh, because they are very serious. They are uh, they can be kind of traumatic to experience. Um, they are pretty awful. I was in the movie theater and I knew with every fiber of my being that I was about to die. And I told my husband, um, you know, tell tell my kids that I love them. Tell my mom, tell everybody I love them. I'm about to die. Like I thought I was dying in the movie theater. Um, and it was so intense. Uh, it was very profound experience. I actually walked away from that uh, kind of with a new lease on life afterwards, uh, but also an intense fear that this would happen again. So <laughs> that's also really common when you start having panic attacks. Um, anytime you feel like you might be having another one, you kind of can bring them on, actually. You can kind of spark them again because you're kind of, you're so afraid of it. Um, that you can spark another one, <laughs> which is kind of what happened in my situation. I started having multiple panic attacks and I realized I could not function like that. So I started going to therapy. Therapy, good guys. Therapy is great. Therapy is so good. Uh, I definitely think everyone needs therapy. Um, so I started going to therapy and lo and behold, my therapist had ADHD. Now, when she mentioned to me, hey, you know, everything you're saying kind of sounds like ADHD. Have you ever looked into this? I literally thought she had three heads because everyone that I knew in my life and my childhood who had ADHD was a boy. Was it like a child, a teenage boy? I just did not know that women could have ADHD which sounds so crazy to say out loud, but I'm, I'm, I'm owning it, right? I will fess up. I did not know that women could have ADHD. So when she said it to me, I thought she was crazy, uh, but she did uh, recommend me to go get a diagnosis. I did that. Turns out I had ADHD. Completely mind blown at that time. 
I went down the rabbit hole, like all of you probably have. I started researching every single thing I could learn about ADHD. I listened to podcasts. I read articles. <laughs> I stopped everything I was doing basically and started researching ADHD. One thing that also happened during that time was my fabulous, great job that I had, I found out wasn't so fabulous and great because I was miserable. I was upset. I was having panic attacks. I was, I was overwhelmed. And my, with my, the help of my therapist, uh, we kind of came to the conclusion that maybe I should leave that job and that maybe I, it wasn't what it was cracked up to be. So I ended up leaving that job. And around the same time, I started talking about ADHD on Instagram. Uh, I really started my ADHD. I, I started that Instagram page feeling like, okay, if women have ADHD, which I still don't think they do, I'm going to post about it and see if I can find a couple other women to relate to. Like, I like to find some other women to talk to about this. I want somebody else that I can talk to about ADHD. So when I started my Instagram page, my main goal literally was to find two or three women that I could have conversations with who had ADHD. Uh, and I always make the joke now is I started out to find three women and I found, you know, 200,000 of them. <laughs> now, I will say when I started talking about ADHD online, uh, it was kind of in the ADHD bubble. Now, I didn't know this at the time, but women were getting diagnosed in insane um, numbers. Uh, it, was, it was becoming increasingly more common to find out that you had ADHD as a woman in your 20s, 30s, 40s. Uh, I think a couple of factors play into that. I want to say COVID is a huge piece of that puzzle. It was a major transition shift for the world, and it threw a lot of people into turmoil. And I think women were deeply affected by this. And so, so many of us found our ADHD in 2020, 2021, 2022. It's still happening, 2023. Uh, but 2020 to 2022 were pivotal years for women who have ADHD, which I didn't know in until, you know, hindsight is 2020. Looking back, uh, yeah, it's quite obvious what happened. Um, I started, once I started posting on Instagram about ADHD, I started seeing other women, other people, talking about ADHD on Instagram. And uh, people would reach out to me and say, you know, because of your videos, because of your reels, I found my ADHD. Thank you. Which is sort of addictive. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, helping other people find their ADHD has been one of the craziest, most rewarding, impactful things that I've ever done. And it's, it's small and you wouldn't think that it would be, you know, that impactful, but, uh, this work has really shaped the last few years of my life in a big way. A couple of other things that happened since I started talking about ADHD online, uh, I started getting requests for speaking engagements to talk about ADHD. Uh, I started partnering with other ADHD leaders in this community to build courses and workshops 
and just to connect other ADHDers to one another. That became the mission for me. That became the goal. So it led to things like creating ADHD Social, which is an online platform where you can connect with other ADHDers, right? It led to the podcast where I'm here so you can listen and and feel validated and seen and connect with someone else who has ADHD. It started that the newsletter came out of this, the blog came out of this, uh, Get Lost Retreats, which is a huge passion of mine, a huge side project where I'm physically putting ADHDers together in the same space. We're going to Jamaica, by the way, in just a few months. So uh, all of these things that I've learned in the last few years have led me to basically one conclusion, and that is that ADHDers are supposed to connect with one another, period. We are supposed to be in contact with one another. You know, I've had multiple people, I can't even tell you how many people have asked me, like, how are you so comfortable talking about your ADHD? And, you know, I don't have a great answer for that, except that you guys have made me so comfortable talking about ADHD. When I talk about my experience and you say, oh my God, girl, that's me. I've experienced this my whole life. You're validating me and my experiences. I've told so many people that I've gotten more out of having an Instagram page than any of you ever will because every single person that follows me is validating the experiences that I've had. And I've had some shitty, hard, horrible, frustrating experiences, okay? (laughs) 30 something jobs is not fun. Uh, multiple relationships back, you know, bouncing around drugs, alcohol, binge eating, overeating, poor health, no friends, right? Divorces. I've had, I'm on my second marriage. Uh, all of that is not fun. And, uh, I think it's so important to connect with other people who have gone through similar experiences to you because it just makes you feel less crazy, less insane. <laughs> um, and so first of all, I just want to thank everybody who's listening to this episode right now because uh, you just being here is validating what I've been through and kind of making it worth it in a way, uh, which is really hard to say, but it's true. So a couple of other things. Uh, I am not currently medicated. I have tried medication. I tried Stratera, uh, which is a non-stimulant. Uh, I tried it for a couple of months and, you know, to each their own. First of all, I just was, I'm sharing my experience. I, I'm not telling you to take medication or not to. I just want to throw that out there. A little disclaimer. Uh, but I did try Stratera and it just didn't work for me. I had some side effects that I wasn't fond of and I just, I would rather have ADHD than those side effects. Uh, I would rather have experienced ADHD symptoms than experience those side effects. So, uh, I have not tried a stimulant medication. Uh, that's a personal choice of mine because I am physically very sensitive to these types of changes in my body. Uh, I mean, Anything I put in my body, I'm very sensitive to. Um, And so, you know, I I haven't gone there. I've heard great things about stimulants. I've heard great things about medications that are really helping people. Um, And so I'm not there yet, but I may end up there in the future. (laughs) 
I am really, really fortunate because I have put myself out there and talked about really hard, difficult things. I've gotten to connect with some amazing ADHDers. I mean, I've, I've spoken with and had at in-depth conversations with the top experts in this industry, in this field. Uh, I've, I've been on podcasts. I've had people on my podcast. I've, I've spoken uh, on panels and webinars. I've done speaking engagements. I'm embedded in this community now and I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> One of the things that I've spent a lot of time focusing on and uh, it's just kind of happened naturally and probably because of my experiences is uh, workplace accommodations, um, advocating for yourself at work. Um, yeah, in inclusivity, um, just all of that is a huge part of my life now. I do large uh, speaking engagements uh, about uh, workplace accommodations because it's a place in my journey that I've massively struggled in. Uh, the workplace has been probably the hardest thing for me to deal with in this whole, you know, spectrum of ADHD in my in my life. My career has been the most difficult thing for me. So if this is something that you're struggling with, first of all, I see the hell out of you. Okay. <laughs> I've walked, I've walked that walk. I, I know what that's like. Um, and so I also do one-on-one -on -one coaching. I work with, uh, mostly ADHD creatives, people that are really in struggling in, in the workplace, struggling to find their place. Uh, this is something that I do now that I love. I love it, you guys. Um, I love coaching. I love connecting with you one-on-one. -on -one. If this is uh, an area that you you might want to pursue, you can follow the link in this uh, in the show notes here. MyLadyADHD.com has all the information for coaching. This is not a coaching advertisement, but it it was a nice segue, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's kind of my my journey with ADHD in a really quick summed up little thing here. Uh, yeah, Whew, it's been a doozy. I cannot tell you how grateful I am that you're here just listening to this. You made it 20 something minutes into this podcast. Uh, I'm just, I'm so grateful. So to everyone who follows, everyone who listens, like you validate me and my experiences. So I, I cannot thank you enough for that. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's my diagnosis story. And, uh, I'm just, I'm just grateful. So thank you guys. Uh, we'll, we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening to my lady ADHD podcast. You can find more ADHD content online at myladyadhd.com and make sure to give me a follow on Instagram or TikTok at myladyadhd. Bye.